0: Radio Maria, a Christian voice in your home. We now bring you pro life activism with Hugh Brown. All right. Good afternoon. I hope everyone is having a blessed day. It's been a few weeks since I've been live on the radio here at Radio Maria. And we've been very busy here at the American Life League. We've had lots of things going on in the family as well. Uh, We had a high school graduation. Uh, We've had lots of. Lots of things uh, happening here nationally that I think we're going to talk about. We've been very busy and, and some very good things happening that I'd like to discuss today, share with you, give some discernment, and you know continue to fight the good fight. So we'll begin with a prayer as we ask the Holy Spirit uh, to, to lead and guide uh, my words and, and open our hearts and minds to our Lord's will. So, Father, we place ourselves in your presence and ask your Holy Spirit to come, order our steps, order our thoughts, order our words, and allow us, Lord, to serve you in all things. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So the month of May, the month of May is wrapping up, and as we head into the holiday weekend, uh, I'm pretty excited to share some things that we have been doing here at the American Life League that we've been blessed with. Um, It was pointed out in a meeting we had this week by one of our staff members who's invaluable that does great things here that so many amazing things have happened in the month of May. And I can give the the preface for that. You know, we're sitting here talking about pro-life activism and the American Life League. What do we do? Well, we've been around for pretty much since 1977 or 78. I think Uh, when, when I was just a little child, my mother founded it. Uh, Judy Brown, pro-life warrior. she'd been involved in the movement even since the 1960s when in the state of washington they were fighting to legalize abortion uh, before roe versus wade that that travesty in 1972-73 so we fight the good fight and we fight the good fight from the 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 perspective of the catholic church Uh, we uphold the teachings of the catholic church we fight for every life from from our natural creation till our natural death Uh, we, we it's not just abortion sadly anymore but uh, the, the, the extermination of our elderly uh, through euthanasia, through assisted suicide, through uh, we've had two, two calls this week, actually, where people were asking for help and in understanding in, in end of life issues. You know, what is moral? What is immoral? Where does the church stand? What is the right thing to do when you're nearing the end of your life? And uh, there, there's so many conflicting things that we hear and say, uh, I'm sorry, that we hear and are told rather. Uh, when my father who, who my father who passed away in november when, when he was in in and out of the hospital last summer and last fall there were numerous times where waves of people came in nurses and then uh physicians assistants and then a doctor and then the specific doctor for whatever the issue might be and every single one of them were encouraging him to end his life if he stopped breathing you know if, to turn a machine off to not be resuscitated essentially because of the stress and strain on the staff. Um, you know, it, it's 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 just a culture that we live in where death is just a business. Uh, death is, is something that is just normalized. And as Catholics, we have got to resist that. We've got to be the front line and the last line in telling the truth and in standing up for life, because ultimately life is a gift. And here we are in this space and time, all of us with the same goal of working and praying and doing our best to serve the Lord and God willing, you know, meet him in heaven when our time here ends. So here at the American Life League, and as I was mentioning in a meeting this week, it was pointed out, at the preface being, Jim Sedlak, who, who did this radio show for over a decade, and I'm honored uh, to sit in his seat and certainly not fill his, his big boots, if you will. Jim was one of a kind. Uh, but jim had a devotion to our blessed mother that was unrelenting that guided and directed uh, his actions in his life for the 70 plus years that you know he was on this planet and for the 30 plus years i was blessed to know him uh as he ran stop and as he basically ran the american life league the last decade plus uh jim's devotion was sincere jim was a guy that uh, dealt face first with planned Parenthood. Um, he would go to their annual conferences. He would be uh, around their facilities. He would be around events. They would, would host, uh, not to agitate, but to learn. We have to learn and understand what the deceived and the deceivers are doing to help facilitate death. So Jim had great courage. And Jim never got ruffled. And I share all that because Jim was always mild-mannered. You know? And his wife, uh, Mike, would tell me that you know Jim, his trust in the Blessed Mother and, and her intercession and her prayers for him were absolute absolute so it's no coincidence that in the month of may i'm i'm proud to announce that at the american life league you know our number one program stop which stands for stopping planned parenthood uh, and battles uh, that you know evil death cartel uh, in communities in schools um nationally at the state level um everywhere they're they're purveying their filth and their death uh, you'll find us so in the month of May it's miraculous that I can announce that we have a new director a new director of stop International um Jim Sedlak as I mentioned God bless bless him and may God rest his soul who passed away in January we uh, are are excited to announce that Rita Diller who worked for stop for many years who uh, actually has been in in retirement but still fighting the good fight in her home state of texas has come on as the interim director and we're identifying her as the interim director is that she very much let let me know that she is retired she's willing to give a full 40 50 60 hours a week Um, but you know she also would like to help us find someone um, who can fill that responsibility Uh, and have perhaps a bit more longevity. So is Rita going to be the interim for six months or six years? It's whatever the Lord wills. All I know is we have a pro-life warrior, someone who uh, with Bishop Yonta, I think, and Bishop Strickland in Texas helped close down almost two dozen Planned Parenthood facilities. Two dozen, right? And in Texas this week, obviously, all of our hearts are broken, and we're focused on the absolute tragedy of the shooting in texas of an 18 year old young man a child essentially who's able to walk into a store and buy you know two two rifles and within a week or two weeks you know walk into a school and 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 murder almost two dozen children teachers and, and just absolutely scar you know hundreds of families scar a community uh wound a nation out of evil out of evil and, you know, it, it got me thinking, you know, Rita Diller, God bless her, in Texas, they they closed during her tenure there in working with the Catholic Church and uh, the, 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 the Christian Church and God willing people of all faiths and, and beliefs. Uh, when they were able to close 15 Planned Parenthoods, those facilities, you know, essentially are killing a, about a thousand children a day each, you know, Planned Parenthood nationally annually, they, they kill the population of Pittsburgh, okay, and, we're, and that's surgical abortions. You know, Planned Parenthood has moved very much into the online business. They are the, the Amazon of death, right? You can now order uh, through their apps, through their websites. Um, you can be 12 years old. Just click a button and lie, and you can have pills sent to your front door that murder children, that flush babies from the womb. Um, so our numbers, when I say 300 plus thousand people a year, those are surgical abortions. When it comes to chemical and pill abortions, uh, God help us! Uh, Planned Parenthood—they're they're just a, a murderous, evil organization that we have to pray against. And the the death coming out of Planned Parenthood facilities on a daily and weekly basis is incomprehensible. And I'm not going to contrast that with the deaths of of, of 19 babies in you know young children in Texas but we very much have to be aware that we live in a culture of death um you know certain people are outraged when someone is is shot and murdered uh but those same people have no issue at all uh murdering children in the womb from a few days perhaps after their creation till if, if you read what they are saying online in some cases up to a month now a month after that baby is born that's the culture of death it's evil it's a liar it's a deceiver so we're blessed with jim's great devotion and his assistance from heaven in the month of may assisted by the intercession of our blessed mother i'm sure that he and she are having some great chats up there Uh, we're blessed to announce that we have a new director of stop planned parenthood and also in the month of may isn't it interesting that whoever on the Supreme Court, and whatever their evil intent was of basically harming and stigmatizing and damaging the reputation of the Supreme Court and all the justices, regardless of their ideology, by leaking for the first time in the history of the United States, leaking a draft of the decision of the Dobbs case, which indicated that Roe versus Wade, The greatest injustice in the history of the american legal system and i'll often refer to the american justice system as a legal system because it's not a justice system if you've been awake the last decade and you look at the horrors inflicted upon the american people the lies the deceptions the nonsense from various agencies working together in collaboration to cause great harm to individuals and then lying about it we've empowered people to to our own demise so we don't have a justice system here in america we have a legal system but the leak of that dobbs case that indicates that roe versus wade the, the the grave injustice of allowing the deaths of of 65 million human beings 65 million human beings is about to be overturned and returned that fight to the states that happened in the month of may now what is the final decision we don't know we don't know we can hope and pray i'll come back to that topic because it's a very important one and it's one that i think everyone has an opinion on let's assume for the moment that roe versus wade is, is thrown out for the, the 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 grave injustice that it was for the the justices of their days of their day back in 1972 you know, um stating that there were penumbra and illuminations and hidden meanings within the constitution and use that to justify murdering children is just absolutely evil and nonsensical with that rationale we can we can rationalize anything hidden meanings you know hidden illuminations absolute utter nonsense but that's what we're dealing with we're dealing with with with, with a particular ideology a particular party the democratic party that stands for absolutely nothing um, that is just it's, in its core just sick it's just sick and it's it's just a sick dying entity That happened in the month of may and some very encouraging you know news and and i think action of the holy spirit that also happened in may another fight the american life league waged alone for two and a half decades before the rest of of the church some of the church i guess i would say uh, woke up but that's enforcing canon 915 and under church law canon 915 says that those who persist in grave manifest evil must be denied the body of christ for they bring sacrilege to our lord persisting in grave manifest evil persisting in grave manifest evil you mean like supporting abortion like that that that's and and also being a person that not just supports it but guards it that protects it that funds it deaths have happened because of my action because me as a politician and voting for it every time and voting to protect it and voting to enshrine it in the constitution which is absolute lunacy voting to give your money your tax dollars essentially a half billion dollars a year that we know of not that you can trust the federal government because they're liars give that money to Planned Parenthood half a billion dollars annually, an organization with assets in the billions of dollars. Again, uh, a cartel built and funded on death. Death's a good business if you're Planned Parenthood. It's great margins. You know, I mean, man, I, they must toast each other, you know, have really great parties. You know, I'm sure the the houses that the executives live in and the nice cars that they drive funded by by death. I'm sure they're I'm sure they're all proud of each other as they send their kids probably to Catholic schools. How about that? Uh, Absolute insanity. It's absolute insanity. So, again, in the month of May, Bishop Corleone in San Francisco. And I hope I said that right. Corleone with a D. He made an announcement that he's been talking to nancy pelosi for some time and she just blows him off of course she does have you ever in your lifetime i mean there's a handful of them her uh joe biden i mean lord jesus you just look at these people they're so arrogant they just drip they just drip with condescension right of course she's going to blow him off right and he has said enough she is not to present herself to holy communion now we the american life league we were asked the question in support in 2004 in support of then cardinal burke in st louis who was asked the question if presidential candidate at the time john Kerry, another one of these condescending arrogant just absolute false human beings that calls himself a catholic and wouldn't know christ if he bumped into him in the street uh, he was asked if, if john Kerry presented himself to holy communion would you deny him and the bishop said of course i would and of course he would, because the man persists in grave manifest evil and abortion exists. You know, in large part, if you want to be honest about it, abortion exists in large part because of for 50 years, people that have called themselves Catholic have fought their rear ends off to protect it and enshrine it. And they've been allowed to do it. Right. If day one, if the if cowards in the Catholic Church, I mean, absolute just people that just are, are not men, you're not men. you're just cowards. You don't represent Christ. You don't represent me. You don't represent the saints. You don't represent heaven. If you would actually just stand up and do your job like Bishop Corleone for the good of people's souls, for the good of the message, right? What is the message? Well, the message is that Christ actually is in the Eucharist. It's not just a piece of bread. But you know what? If you don't support Christ in the Eucharist, if you just believe that, if it really doesn't mean anything to you, right? Even if you're a priest, a bishop, a cardinal, maybe a pope, right? If it really doesn't mean anything to you, you just, but you like the robes, you like the the, the pomp and circumstance, you, you, you like all the ceremony. You like people calling calling you your, your eminence and all this other nonsense, right? If that's what yeah, that turns you on, that's your thing right? And you don't believe that Christ is in the Eucharist? How on earth do we think that those same people are going to deny someone that doesn't believe that life is in the womb? Because that priest, bishop, or cardinal doesn't believe it either, because they don't care. You don't care about souls. You really don't. The church is just a thing. It's a job. You know, you might as well be working at Wawa, you know, making hoagies, because it doesn't matter. And it's nuts. And I've just had enough I mean, how, how much, how often do we have to keep talking about the same thing, right? I mean, it, it either is or it isn't. And if it is, do your job. And if it isn't, then take your collar off, quit, and go get a job working for one of these sickening liberal companies. Uh, go Go work for Amazon, right? One of the many, 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 many companies that have said, hey, if, the, if Roe versus Wade is struck down, we'll pay to have our employees' children murdered. We'll fly them to a state that does abortions. That's fantastic. That's great. What a marvelous moral example. It's just enough. We've had enough. 65 million people, that's surgical abortion. Chemical abortions probably the same number. Right? It's half the country. 300 million people here, that's half. That's almost 150 million people dead. You've killed half of the country in 50 years. You know, it's just, it's enough. It's enough. There isn't a child that has been murdered, that if that child had been allowed to live, a home, a loving home could have been found for. For every child in the United States of America that's murdered, murdered through abortion, there's probably 10 families, good families, good Christian families, good people, people that understand what real love is which is sacrifice it's not always about you right it's about others it's about the people under your roof it's about making sure you're doing what you're supposed to do so that you can provide what the lord intends for your family for every one of those 65 million human beings murdered there there's 650 million homes you know it, it's it, it it's it's saddening it's 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 sickening And the worst part is that many, 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 many of the women that have had abortions, you know, they are coerced. They are lied to. They are scarred. They're then discarded like garbage by the people that perform these murders and collect their money or collect the government's money because it's an industry based on profit for death. So my prayer often is for the young women considering abortion who or or who have had abortions you know they need our prayers they need our understanding and they need our help you know some of the greatest pro-life warriors i've met are people who have had abortions and these are people who the holy spirit is working stronger in than the vast majority of of, of the priests bishops and cardinals you know that embrace death and embrace abortion and would scoff scoff arrogantly scoff at the notion of of denying someone the eucharist because they support abortion because that's a political issue because you're a conservative catholic well that is listen if you take anything away from today take this there is no such thing as a conservative catholic it doesn't exist there's no such thing as a liberal catholic it doesn't exist Those labels are created by people who do not believe in certain teachings of the Catholic Church, period. Those labels are created by people who do not believe what the church teaches. There's faithful. That's it. There's faithful Catholicism. And if you're not faithful, that's why we have the sacrament of penance. It's why the Lord, when he spoke to Peter, said to him, feed my sheep. Who sins you forgive are forgiven. Who sins you retain are retained. Nancy Pelosi's sins right now are retained, right? I mean, we live in again the culture of death. I have five children. I coach a football team. I'm exposed to young people all the time, right? And one of the things in this culture of death are video games. It's maddening. It's it's obsessive. It's addictive. Uh, and I get all things in moderation great but a lot of the stuff that, that they that this culture in particular is is obsessed with are zombies right the walking dead and you know spiritually Nancy Pelosi is the walking dead so we pray for Nancy ask the Holy Spirit to touch her heart imagine if Nancy Pelosi had the same conversion of heart that Abby Johnson had the left-wing socialist communist you know Antichrist party in this country their heads would explode you know if one of their own one of their own you know one of the four pillars of death right joe biden nancy pelosi people that have been in public office since roe versus wade was foisted and and and, and shenanigans that just shoved down the throat of america they supposedly were catholic then they are still catholic now and 65 million people have died and people like that have gotten fat and rich off of don- off of off of our tax dollars right they're 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 millionaires at a minimum off of public service and a lot of that money comes from death So Bishop Cordleone, God bless you. God bless you in having the courage. And I got to tell you, if you read what he said to Nancy Pelosi, it was all in love, right? Me, not so much. God help me. I've just had enough, had enough of talking about the same thing over and over. It either is or it isn't. Christ either is in the Eucharist or he isn't. And if he is, You and I might have disagreement on taxes. We might disagree on the speed limit. We might disagree on immigration. We might disagree on why a hot day is hot and a cold day is cold. But we cannot, we cannot disagree on the fundamental core principle teachings of faith and morals of the Catholic Church. And those would be that God made them man and woman. Those would be that marriage is between a man and a woman. Those would be that a child in the womb from the moment of his or her creation, his or her, you know, there's no preferred pronouns in there. It's either a male or a female, is a human being with the same rights, the same soul that you and I have. And they deserve they deserve every right to be here talking like I'm talking right now. If you happen to be listening to this, sitting there listening. What gives you the right? What gives anyone the right to murder someone because you just keep they're in the womb? We can't disagree on those as Catholics. You either support it or you don't, and if you don't, you've got to check your own conscience. You've got to get yourself right because there are certain things that just are non-negotiable, and those are the ones, hundred percent. Those are the ones. And if a bishop, a cardinal, a priest, he can't what he can't bring himself. He can't bring himself because he's tainted by the, the idea that the church is left or right this ain't a political party It's the Church of Jesus Christ for God's sakes you know stand up and defend it you know so here we here we are in May right we have the leak of the of the Dobbs case miraculous that that happened in May we have Bishop Corleone standing up nationally in May stop his name a new director in May I was also told that in May, Planned Parenthood announced in May, six of their kill, kill facilities, six of them are closing down. Six. All right, that's over 1,000 kids a day. Six of them closing down. 6,000 children a day. That's miraculous. And with our good friend Jim Sedlak in heaven, we thank him. We thank him for his intercession from heaven. I got to tell you. It's powerful, I can sense it, I can feel it, and I, I'm grateful to Jim, and I pray that he continues to, to pray for us, order our steps, give us give us what we need. Give us what we need because this fight, which we're gonna talk about, we're gonna take a break for a few minutes. When we come back, what what is abortion? What is, let's put it this way, what is the pro-life, and I always hate the word, pro-life movement, right? Pro-life industry—it's a belief, man. It's—it's—it's it's, it's faith, right? It, it's faith. It is—it is absolute. It, It's—it is ordained. You know, the ordination of the pro-life movement to fight for God's people, because every single one of us are God's people. I don't care if you're left, right. If, if you're—if you're a dude sitting there and you think you've got 19 pronouns, well, you don't. Okay, but you're one of god's people too he loves all of us equally we all have been gifted with the same soul we've got to come to a place of humility and understanding Yeah, you know, where we humble ourselves before god and put away the nonsense of the world and embrace the truth so we're going to talk about when we return roe versus wade if it gets overturned and, and who knows right but if it does because there's so many different things that it could be but if it does what does the ordination of the pro-life movement look like we're going to talk about that when we return i'm hugh brown this is pro-life activism on radio maria on the radio show done by my good friend jim Sedlack. god rest his soul um happy to, to to take his place and continue to fight the good fight god bless you we'll be back in a moment Of the world see what every eye shall see behold he's coming with the cloud setting all the captives free and those who long to see this day will tremble with delight as a sea of upturned faces there is bathed in endless light I am the Alpha. God. The one who is and was and is to come. Oh, I was dead. Now I'm alive forever. Don't be afraid. You're listening to Radio Maria, a Christian voice in your home. We now return to pro-life activism with Hugh Brown. All right. Thank you, Larry. And welcome back. So one of the biggest pieces of news in a long, long, long time, especially for those that lust for and crave and and will just burn the place to the ground in their support for killing children, those that love abortion and hide behind words, you know, they hide behind choice. Um, It's interesting to, to note that and looking at some of the young people you know, protesting in front of the Supreme Court the last couple of weeks, um, protesting against what? Uh, who who knows? You know they're 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 supporting abortion. They um, think that any infringement on the ability for us to save children is somehow denying them something. It's nonsensical. But one of the the, the phrases I hear a lot is this is my body, you know, and isn't it interesting see how the devil twists the most sacred part of, of, well, let's be honest about it. So the Catholic Church is different from the other denominations in, in really just a couple of ways. Many of them say the same things, teach the same things, talk about the same things, but we have the sacraments, and specifically we have the Eucharist. We have the body and blood of jesus christ and during the consecration the priest says this is my body because those were christ's words that's what he said and now you have young people and perhaps who knows what their ages are standing on wherever they are in front of the supreme court across this country you know espousing uh, all of their rhetoric saying this is my body again just another example of how the devil works to twist how the devil works to defame from killing children in the womb to, to having people question their own you know identity of, of being a man or a woman for god's sakes for for perverting marriage that's how the devil works he's a lot smarter than we are right so we entrust that battle to Jesus Christ himself and St Michael pray for us so what is what is it going to look like so the leak of the Dobbs case right all this big news all this all, all the talking heads on all of the isn't it interesting how and I don't watch a lot of television, but isn't it interesting how it's just devolved, right? It's just one massive group thing. It's just not even, it's not even close to being something you can even watch. It. It's just ridiculous. After, whether it's news, whether it's any form of a talk show, they all say the same thing, right? They are deceived and they are deceivers. And man, they're upset. And this case hasn't even been announced yet. So if Roe versus Wade is overturned, what does that mean? Well, it doesn't end abortion. It does not end abortion. There are It goes back to 50 states. The fight then becomes a lot more complicated. The, st- the fight, the, wherever you are sitting listening to me talk right now, the fight then becomes a lot more personal because now it's in your, it's in your backyard, it's in your neighborhood. It's always been. It's always been, but now it goes state to state. And there will be calls for new new legislation and calls for this and calls for that but you know since 1972 from now right what is the great one of the greatest advances been in our lifetime it's been technology and you know the party of science right the liberals the leftists the communists whatever the demonic whatever they're calling themselves so here you know we have the advance of technology you can see 3d 4d 5d 6d 7d you can see any image you want of a child in the womb from his moment that god creates him procreation with with a man and a woman till the moment of his birth you can see all that we we know now that the child at the moment of his creation has his own dna but that doesn't seem to matter you know so the party of science right the party of science denies that that's not a human being you know oh, somebody you know is trying to get pregnant and trying to have a baby well it's a baby then isn't that convenient so again the party of science you know denies the fact that a human being is a human being The party of science denies the fact that a male is a male and a female is a female it is it is unbelievable it's unbelievable and it's maddening but again that's one of the reasons i agreed to do this radio show got to have platforms got to be able to talk and i don't care if there's one person listening or or thousands it doesn't matter what matters is is that we stand firm in the truth i hope you're like me you've just had enough of this insanity because i've got children someday god willing we'll have grandchildren Um, I, again, I'm very involved with young people because of coaching in a Catholic high school. Um, and I got to tell you, man, they're just being lied to. They're deceived. Put yourself in their shoes. What do you believe? Who do you believe? Right. And do you want to actually go against all the, all the nonsense and garbage and and crap that people say, because, well, I don't want to be unpopular. It's a lot of pressure on a young person. It's a lot of pressure on a young person. Shame on the world. They don't care about their souls right? And if anybody listening to this is is outraged at what I'm saying, well, you know what? Again, check yourself, right? Because if you, especially if you're a Catholic, and I would imagine anybody listening to to Radio Maria is Catholic, you've got to humble yourself. You've got to humble yourself and ask for the Holy Spirit to lead guide, and order your steps and your understanding. Because God's thoughts are not our thoughts, and his ways certainly are not our ways. But there are things that are undeniable, and one of them is the fact that a human being from the moment of their creation is a human being. And if we can't, If we can't defend that, what is the point of anything else? So when Roe versus Wade, if it's struck down in this Dobbs case, the fight goes back to the States. At the American Life League, we're very specific, right? We were trying to figure out, okay, what if it's this outcome, that outcome, the other outcome? I'll tell you what, give me 28 different outcomes. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because nothing changes as far as we're concerned for what we do and what our focus is. And our focus is very specific. If Dobbs overturns Roe versus Wade, the very first thing is that Roe versus Wade is the greatest injustice of the last hundred years. It undoes one of the greatest injustices legally in the history of the United States of America, right? I mean, it's treated children very much as chattel, right? Uh, kind of like we we'll go all the way back to, to slavery and Dred Scott. Or- but back then were black folks human beings? Many many folks said nope. Today, are children in the womb human beings? Today many folks say no. Nope. Oddly enough, same party. Isn't that interesting? Democrats during slavery, Democrats during the, the slaughter of children. Isn't that interesting? So if Rose overturned, it ends that grave injustice. And may that injustice, you know, quite frankly, may, may that case itself May God have mercy on, on us for it. That's the first thing. Is is there is there actually a legal, you know, again, there's no justice system in America. It's a legal system manipulated and twisted by different departments with the United States government and attorneys very much to their own. Whatever end they want, that's where they go. You know, again, you want to get away literally with murder? Go ahead and be a, a national politician right they get away with anything and everything it's absolute insanity uh, what, what's allowed with the political class and meanwhile here we people that you know have to get up and work and and strive every day have to deal with the the, the nonsense forced upon us by a government that does nothing but work to divide us and have us at each other's throats but if Dobbs overturns Roe versus Wade one it undoes a grave injustice. two legally and I, that little diatribe. Look, there isn't a legal. There, there's not going to be a legal solution to end abortion. There's just not, because politicians are 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 just as cowardly, if not more, than many of the priests, cardinals, and bishops that that, that hide behind whatever rationale they use to to allow evil within the catholic church to excuse people that support death that support homosexuality that support the destruction of marriage and the family whatever that rationale is and i'm not interested even hearing it just not because it's evil you know whatever garbage comes out of your mouth it's not interested in it right you're just wrong there's right and there's wrong you know and the lord will clarify all that when people are standing in front of him so in the meantime There isn't a legal solution, but if there were to be, the American Life League supports personhood. You know, until we recognize the fact that at the moment of a human being's creation, until their natural death, with no exceptions, no compromise to aborting a a human being, until that's recognized, until every human being is given the same safeguards and protections to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that's the, is that a legal solution? It's a heart solution right because if you pass that today half the country's going to try to burn the other half to the ground because the devil's unleashed and they're doing his work and they're doing his will because they've been lied to they've been deceived and then they themselves become the deceivers if there's a legal solution that's it and i can guarantee you we will we we have been and will continue to be the third part is planned parenthood has got to be defunded 100 percent they should not receive a single tax dollar from a locality from a state or from the money you pay to the federal government you know the federal government sends 40 billion dollars worth of whatever to ukraine i mean that that's a whole nother conversation that's still your money right they fly around in their airplanes that they're using your money your tax dollars and they're bankrupting the the, the country because they're spending a lot more than they take in and they blame inflation on the greed of you and i it's just we, we live in a country run by morons. So is there a legal solution? No. When you have a country run by morons, you're not going to have a legal solution. But if there is one, it's simply recognizing that at the moment of a person's creation, they're a human being. And then you've got to protect them so that when they get sick, when they get ill, if they happen to have Down syndrome, there's no excuse, no clause, no loophole to murder them. And then at the end of their life, you know grandma she she might need a ventilator for a brief time well we should just cut her off kill her it's cheaper you have to you have to we have to recognize the value the inherent value and the dignity of human beings a kid walks into a school with an with a with a semi-automatic rifle with two of them and murders a bunch of children it's a lost soul it's a dark soul it's a darkness you blame the gun if you want to what brings a, an 18-year-old to do that or to walk into a grocery store and kill black people because he sees he's racist in his heart, he's full of hate, the young man in Buffalo? Or the guy in Wisconsin, the the the, the, the African-American gentleman that drives a car through a parade and murders people because he didn't like white people. What fills the heart with that hate? It's the devil. It's not recognizing the dignity in, of a human being and loving them. And loving them, if Christ gave us the answer, it's real simple. I'm sitting here rambling and ranting and raving. If Christ simply said the greatest thing, the greatest the commandment. I, I give to you: love your neighbor. Love your neighbor as yourself. That includes children in the womb. That includes people out of the, the, the womb who are maybe people you don't, in your heart, for whatever reason, and raised not to like because of their socioeconomic status or the color of their skin or the color of their eyes or whatever right I mean if we can't learn if the country can't learn to return to respecting and loving one another it's just going to stay each other's throats and we're going to be heartbroken every week because somebody else is going to do something horrible Planned Parenthood's got to be defunded they are a they're an evil death cartel they've got to be defunded I would like to see a lot of them go to prison they they profit they murder they, they lie they deceive they they butcher babies They then sell their body parts and lie about it it's just ghoulish you can't even make this stuff up and again I'm so sick of talking about it. but it's what somebody we've got to fight the good fight we've got to fight the good fight we've got to stay on point and got to tell the truth so those three points so let's just let's imagine roe versus wade is overturned because of dobbs one dobbs ends a grave injustice we've got to support the total protection of, of human beings from the moment of their creation till their natural death third Planned parenthood has got to be defunded shut down people need to go to jail fourth and maybe this should be one actually it probably needs to be one we need to pray for an end to abortion you know jim sedlak felt that everything I'm saying to you is probably absolute utter nonsense that really the only way to end abortion is to bring Jesus to Planned Parenthood through Mary that was his inspiration almost 15 years ago from that we created basically an effort called bringing Jesus to Planned Parenthood through Mary that effort has evolved with the inspiration of Bishop Strickland's words in Texas a few years ago, where he used the words in a tweet that America needed a Marian blue wave. A blue wave not meaning left or right political, but a blue wave meaning the the, the love of our Blessed Mother, that through the power of the Rosary, we needed to pray to end abortion. So the American Life League began a program run by the amazing Katie Brown here um, called the Marion blue wave. And you can find that at all.org. Everything I'm talking to you about, we have a rockstar website. It's fantastic. We've spent a long time getting it right. I mean, we've been around for 40 plus years, but this website, I got to tell you, it's been in development, redevelopment. Uh, and I'm not a web person, but it, my gosh, it took, it took a few years to get what, what, what Mrs. Brown wanted Judy Brown, our founder, who will end up being the patron saint of the unborn because she's she's a warrior an absolute just hero for the babies and if you talk to her most of her time now is not spent talking about abortion she's a hero for the elderly um, because there's lots of families around the country trying to figure out ways not to continue the lives of the older people in their lives and that that astounds me uh, it's a sad reality, and I'm not pointing a finger, but uh, people have got to understand and recognize and, and, and the, the value, not just the value of life, but sometimes the value of suffering. I, I don't like suffering. rather not suffer at all, rather have it as easy as possible, but that's not what God wants. We have to learn to accept that suffering and offer it up as our Lord did for us. I mean, they beat him mercilessly within an inch of his life for, what, these 15, 16 hours, right? They made him carry a cross and then hung him up there, Try to embarrass the you know what out of them, and he forgave them all. Forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. So that's our that's our example, that's our witness. Praying for an end to abortion. Again, there's four points. Honestly, that's got to be one that, that number one. And so the fifth point: How do you? A lot of these things, right? How do we have a personhood or a human life amendment, or how do you get people to recognize that it, without being angry about it, that, that a, a baby is a baby and even regardless of the means of that child's conception god forbid it be through rape or incest you know i no one wants to to force that on anyone but at the same time if a human being is conceived that is a human being right and it's a very difficult conversation to have you want to be the bad guy in the room bring that up we've got to recognize that life human life is valuable it's a gift from Almighty God the only way to do that is education the American Life League is is an educational organization we have a culture of life curriculum uh, created by Catherine Dobb that is phenomenal, that um, is used around the nation. If Look, from preschool till 12th grade, we have different educational modules. Talk to your kids about anything and everything related to the culture of life. We don't spend so much time focusing on the culture of death. They get enough of that through popular culture through music, through video games, through the nonsensical positions and and statements of people that are referred to as entertainers that are just absolutely lost. They get enough of that garbage. So we we try to tell the truth. And there's so many resources and things available to American Life League on on all these topics, not just through the Culture of Life Studies program, but through our resource department. I mean, you name it, we've got it. We gladly give it to you. Gladly support. If you're listening to this and you are in a, you're, maybe you're a one-person five-person pro-life organization maybe you're working in a catholic school maybe you're working in a public school where you can't even mention jesus without being reprimanded we have we can help you we can help you maybe you're running a a home for unwed mothers maybe you're in charge of a massive pro-life organization maybe you're in charge of, of a regional effort whatever it is we can help you we have resources we have you know hundreds of thousands of supporters nationally um we've been blessed and we are dialed in and focused on defending life from creation until natural death no exceptions no compromise and we are committed and focused to defending Christ in the Eucharist because it that matters it matters it matters and that scandal has been allowed to to perpetuate death because those responsible for death are primarily Catholic politicians and priests bishops cardinals and perhaps a pope by being cowardly and if, if they if they just simply did their jobs abortion would be a fraction of for the last 50 years if, if courage had reigned instead of deception there'd be people alive right now listening to this that unfortunately are not here God rest their souls because they were murdered through abortion so that fight is a fight that I'm telling you what not only are we engage but we're leading it and some of the things we're working on I can't get into but it's allowed it's about to get a lot louder One of the things in um, looking at the issue of Bishop Corleone refusing Nancy Pelosi when it just hit me and talking about defending Christ in the Eucharist. You know, we have a president who, you know, I grew up, well, this guy, you know, he, remember when he ran for president and he lied about this and lied about that back in the 1980s and they shot him down because he had uh, he, he had forged a uh, lied on a paper or something and, and did this and did that. Now you see all the nonsense around his family of making tens of millions of dollars from foreign governments um, in exchange for God knows what. It's not good. Uh, I think they, they used to call that treason. So, you know, this guy, uh, he's Catholic and he has a Bishop. Uh, I found it interesting that, you know, Bishop maluli who, who you know, said he, he made, he made it clear. He made it clear to Joe Biden in Delaware, Malouli's in Delaware, Wilton Gregory, uh, who I guess is now a cardinal, which is kind of scary. Um, he's in Washington, D.C., and both these guys said, you know, he's welcome to receive communion. That's great. You know, it's sort of sort of embracing the devil, right? Because the Eucharist really doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. That's your position. You don't believe that it's Christ, right? You don't believe that it's Christ. Because if you did, you certainly wouldn't hand him over. Right, kind of like Pontius Pilate did, you should, or the Jews did. You certainly wouldn't hand him over. You wouldn't hand him over to someone who persists in grave, manifest evil. Again, we're not talking about disagreements or perhaps positions that you find offensive on immigration, taxes, or welfare, or or, or schooling. I'm talking about murdering babies, which is only is only as strong in this country as it is is because of its the Catholics in hot positions of power throughout government at the state, local, and federal level, including the White House, that have embraced it unashamedly and without without any repercussions at all. So Malouli and Gregory, yeah, sure, why not? Let him receive communion. What difference does it make, right? It's not Christ. Well, now, uh, in April, at the end of April, Malouli, who is the bishop in Delaware, he's retired, 77 years old. He was replaced by monsignor william koenig i don't know monsignor william koenig but i know what hit me in reading that is that we need to pray and i believe that my time is about up and we're going to end with a prayer for monsignor william koenig who now is a bishop and pray that the holy spirit leads, leads and guides him not, not as i say what is god's will whats is, what, what is what is the father's will And we'll pray that the good bishop would be able to hopefully touch the heart of Joe Biden. Imagine if that guy actually converted, right? be powerful. He's got a soul too, and I pray that he does convert because people are dying and we need Catholics to actually stand up for the faith, not not desecrate it. So Father, we thank you for this, this time together. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for giving me the words. Ask, Father, that you would touch the heart of bishop william koenig and help him to convert joe biden back to the faith in defense in defense of the unborn in defense of the elderly in defense of marriage in defense of the family in defense of the faith given to us by christ's bride here on earth the catholic church we ask all these things through the intercession of our most blessed mother mary in jesus name we pray amen amen Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you. It's been my pleasure. Uh, that hour went by in a blink. I could keep talking for another hour. Um, God bless you. Have a safe holiday weekend. Um, and may God watch over and bless you and your families and help you if you're struggling financially, if you're struggling emotionally, if you're struggling spiritually, if you're struggling with children, which believe me, I understand, if you're struggling in business, wherever your struggles are, I pray for you and I pray that God. Would lead you through and may he order your steps and bless you and your family in jesus name i pray amen god bless you and have a great weekend thank you this is hugh brown pro-life activism check us out www.